wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. What he can do with his mind will last longer than what he can do with his body. All right. And every athlete should understand that. What you can do with your mind will last longer and have overall, for the most part, for most of us, more of an impact than anything that you did with your body. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOldJay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. This episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens question for you. Do you have any nutrient gaps or gut health issues that are sourced from the fact that you're not getting everything you need from your normal everyday diet? Let me help you out. The answer is yes, you do. You probably just don't know about it, but you can look no further than Athletic Greens AG1, what's the ultimate all-in-one daily supplement. Now, you know me. I'm a former pro athlete. I still run in. Actually, I don't run in. I win 10K races, still work out every single day. I'm very meticulous about what I put in my body. This right here is the number one supplement that I take every single day besides water. I don't drink anything else but what I get from AG1 by Athletic Greens. Let me tell you what it does. One serving of AG1 every day delivers a powerful blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including things like prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, and more. What does all that mean? It means that this unique blend works together to support your optimal health, both physically and mentally. And right now, there has never been a better time to try AG1 because Athletic Greens is going to give you their vitamin D liquid formula free with your first subscription. And this is a vital nutrient that will support a strong immune system and strong bones. Plus, you're going to receive five free travel packs. And when you're traveling, you don't have to carry a whole canister of stuff with you. All you have to do is slip these travel packs right into your luggage and you can take the AG1 anywhere you go while you're on the road. All you need is the shaker can is going to come with your subscription and a bottle and some water. That's it. That's all you need. So you can take your AG1 anywhere you go. So with AG1, you're going to have foundational nutrition made a whole lot simpler. You can say goodbye to the hassle of taking multiple supplements and say hello to a streamlined approach to optimal health. And with the 90-day money-back guarantee, you can try AG1 risk-free. So whether you're an athlete who's looking to improve your performance, or you're a busy professional in need of extra energy because you're sitting at a desk all day, or you're anyone in between who's looking to enhance your overall wellness, AG1 has you covered. So if you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and the free five travel packs with your first order. 
Go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. That's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Check it out now. AG1 by Athletic Greens. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. You want to support this show? This is the best way that you can do it. I'll tell you that link one more time. Athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is why I will be homeschooling my, right now, as of today, eight-month-old child. Now, I've already made this decision. Now, this may change. I will say that this decision is subject to change if some things change in what I've seen in the, the schooling system. And this is not just in the state of Florida. The schooling system in the state of Florida actually might be the safest schooling system there is <laughs> in America right now. But even this system. I don't trust enough. Given the points that I'm going to share here today, I will lay this out, uh, why I thought about this and why I'm thinking along these lines here today. And also to say that just with the overall what is going on in schools, period, I don't care what state it is, the teachers, the what's the word that I'm looking for? Just the overall systems. You've heard me talk about the systems, the educational system, the legal system, the judicial legal slash judicial system the medical system, the governmental system. I'm not a fan of any of these systems. It's not that I have anything against the people who work in those systems, because when you work in those systems, well, look, you got a job just like anybody else has a job. You didn't make the system. You just work there. All right. So I'm not mad at you if you happen to work in one of these systems. So if you're a doctor or a nurse or a lawyer or a cop or a judge or you work in the government or you're a teacher, I don't have anything personal against you. All right. If you take it personal and I'm saying these things, uh, that's your fucking problem. But what I'm saying is I don't mess with the system itself. So that's why when it comes to the educational system, I'd rather put myself in charge than to put the schools and by extension, you again, nothing personal in charge of this situation. Let's get into my point so you understand where I'm coming from and why I'm thinking the way that I'm thinking. Point number one, today's topic once again. So I'm going to be homeschooling my son who's only eight months old now. So it's, it's early for him to be going to school. But when it's time as of today, if I had to make a decision today, oh, I'm the teacher. Yeah. Point number one. Thinking about the schooling options that are out there, I am a product. You are listening to a product of the public school system. I guess you could say I am a success story of the American public school system. Okay, <laughs> but I don't like the public school option. If I had a looking at myself, I'm glad I went the public school option. But looking at the options today, I don't like the public school option, even though I'm a product of it. The thing is, times were different in the 80s and the 90s when I was going to public schools in America. And this is in the city of Philadelphia where I'm from. Specifically, what's being taught in the schools around the concepts of gender, politics and race. Those specific areas. I don't like what's being taught in the schools. I don't trust what's going on in the schools in those areas. And that's why I'm not a big fan of the public schools because of this. And let me go on to say this. There's a specific worldview that I want my child to understand on all three of these points, gender, politics, and race. And when I look around and say, who's the best qualified individual to communicate that worldview to my child? The answer is me. And that's a unanimous decision. There's nobody that's even a close second. I would consider, however, I would consider private school because at private school, 
since I'm paying, literally I'm paying directly. I mean, a public school, you're kind of paying, you're paying with your tax dollars, but it's indirect. At a private school, I'm paying directly. Like I'm writing you a check. I'm handing you the money. When at a private school, which means I will have a little bit more say in what's going on there. So my money talks at a private school and I, there I can make demands and I will be heard directly. And they're going to listen simply because I'm paying them directly at a public school. I'm paying taxes, which indirectly go to the school boards and the teachers unions and all of that stuff. But if any of you is a user of social media, which I am, I am an active user of social media. I see when I look on the sites like Twitter, which is where I get most of my news, the school board meetings that happen at these places where the parents go to the school board meetings because they want to voice some disagreement with something that's happening in a public school, because that's what you do. When now, when you send your child to a private school, you have an issue with something that's going on. You just go up to the school and you talk to whoever. You talk to the people in charge because you're paying money. So you talk directly to the people. Now, in the public schools, and again, I'm very much generalizing this. In the public schools, you have an issue with what's going on in the school. You go to the school board meetings because the board are the people who really make the decisions about what's going on. All the teachers and the principals, all they do is follow what the board says. I mean, this is the system and this is how it works. And again, this is why I don't fuck with a lot of these systems because they're very bureaucratic. And they'll give you the runaround on some bullshit if they really don't want to deal with you. So I see parents who disagree with something that's happening in school. They go to the school board meeting. And if they are in too much disagreement with whatever the school board has already decided to do, they'll either shout you down when you try to speak at the board meeting, turn the mic off on you, call security and kick you out of the meeting, or they'll just sit there and let you talk, but then not do anything different based on what you and maybe many other parents who have the same idea as you based on what you say. And that can become, I can see how that can become very frustrating for a parent who is sending their child to public school. And to me, and again, I'm only seeing the clips that come out on social media. So we know that they only show you the extremes of what's going on. With that said, given that I can see that a lot of times, especially if you're highly disagreeable with them, with the board itself, those meetings, going to those meetings are completely useless. And again, the dissenting parents don't really get a chance to say anything and they don't care what you say anyway. They're going to do what they want to do. So that wouldn't work for me. Because I would cause a ruckus in there and get into you know, all kinds of legal situations with people if something wasn't going the way that I wanted it to go. And lawyers are expensive. Shout out to the lawyers out there. Now, private schools, the price tags are high. Any of you who is a product of private school or any of you who has a child in public school, please reach out to me by text. Actually, any of you who has a child who is in private school right now, I'm not talking about college. I'm talking private school, K through 12. If you have a child in private school, please text me 305-384-6894. Tell me where your child is going to school, like what state at least or city, and tell me how much you're paying. I want to know what grade your child is in, what state and what city, and how much you are paying to send your child to private school. Because we were looking at private schools down here in South Florida. This is before I even had a child. We were looking at private schools. All right, we send our kids to this school or that school. Because I know some people who work in the private school system down here in Miami. And they are very nice schools. These, co- these schools are like college campuses. Like there are high schools down here in South Florida that look better than the colleges that I went to. All right. And they cost more than the colleges that I went to. So they should look better. And some of them that we looked up, they want $25,000 a year for kindergarten. Kindergarten, not 12th grade. Kindergarten, they want $25,000 a year. Now, it's not that I wouldn't pay the $25,000 a year, but that's still a decision to be made. $25,000 is a lot of money. All right. I don't care how much money you got. $25,000 is a lot. So if I was to go to private school route, it would have to be somewhere where I want to know exactly what's being taught, who's teaching it, you know, how much say do I have if I disagree with something. And then when I write that check, all right, you know, I'll be up at school making sure they're doing what they said they were going to do. So private school is still an option, but I already told you what the subject of today's episode is. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is why I'll be homeschooling my now eight-month-old son. Number two, 
I want my son to have the best possible teachers. I mean, what parent doesn't want that? Now, my mother is a teacher. So I kind of have a cheat code from being at home. People ask me, Dre, what got you into uh, writing so many books and being so, I don't know, I don't know if anybody ever used this word, but academic in my approach. And just the writing of books stemmed from the reading of books, just in case any of you didn't know. Uh, sometimes when I'm on podcasts, people ask me, how'd you get into writing books like that? Well, my mother was an educator, so I was reading and writing from a very young age. My sister, as a matter of fact, is a year older than me, and she is a college professor to this very day. So you can see what my mother produced. It was just, well, she only had two kids. And my mother was a great teacher. She's still a great teacher to this very day. Very good teacher. She lives in Philadelphia. My parents are in Philadelphia, but they were in South Florida. I would trust my mom to teach my son, to teach him at least on not necessarily the worldview stuff, because, I mean, my mom took the COVID jab, so <laughs> she couldn't teach him on that. But I would teach her. I would have her teach him like reading and writing and arithmetic, things like that. She is very good at that stuff. Now, on those things, like the academic part of school, I want my son to have the best teachers. And she's the only one I would trust outside of myself. So since she ain't around and aside from her, there is no one better than me. All right. So I'm the next best option besides her. And I would give her the job simply because that would free me up to do stuff like recording the show. But I would take time away from recording the show. Still won't come out every day. We'll figure that out. I'll figure out the schedule as necessary. But I'm the next best person in line. I'm even better than my mom, respectfully, because I can teach my son how to think about life stuff outside of the classroom in a way that, again, respectfully, I wouldn't want my mother in charge of that. I'll be in charge of that. So my son can learn stuff from me, such as communication skills, sales skills, business, marketing, that there is no teacher qualified to teach. And again, respectfully to all you teachers and professors out there, these areas, communication, sales, business, marketing, all right, ain't no teacher in America qualified to teach these more than Dre Baldwin is to my child. And I can teach him how to use my material and monetize it when I'm gone. So he can kind of be getting a, he can be learning the family business and getting his life education, school education all at the same time. We're going to mix it all in together. Or are we going to do it all at once? And since he's going to get a head start, he's going to be learning this stuff way earlier than I did. So I first heard of the concept of personal development when I was 21 years of age. And I learned it through going to a network marketing hotel meeting. And the people on the stage kept saying, go get those personal development books outside of the room when you leave this hotel meeting. That's how I got introduced to personal development. Years before that, I had always went to the bookstores and always been interested in the human psychology books. So I would say probably, excuse me, around age 16, 17, when I started going to bookstores and looking at books and buying my own books that way. But my son, he's going to be introduced to it as soon as he's old enough to talk back to me. Uh, he can't talk quite yet. He's making noises, but he can't talk yet. But he'll be having a 15 year head start on me on that stuff. And then when it comes to a real business education, I went to college and have a business degree from Penn State University, which is when it comes to my entrepreneurial career is completely useless. OK, and no disrespect to Penn State, but completely useless as far as me being an entrepreneur. And as far as the things that I know about business, the stuff that I talk to you all about, none of that came from a college classroom. Zero, zero percent of it came from a college classroom or a college professor, because, again, Respectfully to you professors, no professor is qualified to teach entrepreneurship. But if they were, they'd be an entrepreneur, not a college professor. I mean, let's just be honest. So those things I can teach to my son from a very early age. And he's going to have, when did I start learning about entrepreneurship? I would say when I start going to those network marketing meetings at age 21. So my son's going to have a 20 year head start on me when it comes to that stuff. Therefore, because of all of those things, he's going to be a lot better than me at all the stuff that I do. He's going to be better than me at it, whether he chooses to go this route and you know, pick up where I left off or he does a different route. He will be an entrepreneur on probably on a high level. He may go get a job somewhere at some point, but he will be an entrepreneur. 
because it's going to be installed in him to be an entrepreneur and why to be an entrepreneur. Not just that you need to be one, but why to be one. He will understand it on a logical level and also on an emotional level because he has a 20 year head start on his father. He's going to be a lot better at it than I was and a lot sooner. He's going to be a lot better, a lot sooner than I ever was. So because he had that super head start, not to mention sports, we haven't even talked about that. If he takes two playing sports, if I had to pick between him becoming an athlete or an entrepreneur, he can only become one. I definitely go entrepreneur. Now, he's going to learn sports and he will be exposed to it and hopefully he takes to it. That'll be fun. But the entrepreneur part is more important simply because what he can do with his mind will last longer than what he can do with his body. All right. And every athlete should understand that what you can do with your mind will last longer and have overall, for the most part, for most of us, more of an impact than anything that you did with your body. So the bottom line, as a parent, I am the best possible teacher that my child could have. And actually, as a matter of fact, each one of you who is parents, you are the best possible teacher your child can have. Now, I'm not saying that that means you need to pull your kids out of school and homeschool them if you're not doing that right now. But the worldview that your child ends up with and the knowledge and education intelligence that your child ends up with is based on what mom and dad are teaching your child, not what the teachers are teaching. The teachers are supplemental. Or the real education your child is getting is what they're getting at home or what they're getting from mom and dad, wherever mom and dad happen to be. So why would I, as a parent, send my child to a less qualified individual, especially one who I'm paying money to? Why would I pay somebody who's less qualified than me? I could just do it myself. Now, on this particular subject, I want you to don't take that question and apply to every single thing because, listen, I'm more qualified than maybe many different people on certain things that I pay for, but there are certain things that are worth delegating to get done at 80% of my capacity simply because it saves me time to focus on things that I do better or higher ROI activities. So I want to make sure I'm putting that statement that I just said there, that rhetorical question, I want to make sure I'm putting that in context. So if I pay a premium price, for example, private school, which I'm open to doing, then those people have to be better than me at what I'm paying for. If I'm paying premium, you got to be way better than me. You can't be the same and you damn sure can't be worse. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is why my eight-month-old son, when he's old enough, will be homeschooled by me. Number three, the nonsense of the system bothers me. I made that clear already in today's episode, let alone in other episodes of this show. I talked about that in episode number 199, the scam that is the American educational system. Yes, the American educational system is a scam. It's not that I just don't agree with it. It's a scam. There's a lot of scams going on in that system. I talked about in episode 2506 how every establishment is fear-based. If you didn't listen to episode 2506, let me tell you what I said about the educational system. Educational system is designed such that if you don't go with the grain, if you go against the grain of what they want to teach you or what they want you to share that you believe, what do they do? They threaten you. They try to scare you by telling you what? That if you don't follow what we're trying to indoctrinate you with, you will be a failure in life. You'll be working at McDonald's your whole life and you'll never get a good job and you'll basically be unsuccessful. Isn't that what they say in school? That's what they say, right? They try to scare you. All right. So if you don't follow this, you're going to get this. And what they tell you in the educational system is you will be a failure in life if you don't follow the process. And that's nonsense. That's the nonsense of the system. And listen to episode 2506, you can hear more. And even though that nonsense does exist, and I don't think it's going away because the system takes long times to be dismembered or changed, it's not that I'm worried about what they would do to a child of mine. I'm not worried about that. What I'm worried about is what I would do to them if I hear or see them doing something that I disagree with, especially coming from a school or coming from a school teacher. I'm not concerned what they're going to do to them. I'm worried about what I'm going to do to them. And that's why I would don't even want to put myself in that situation, specifically around the concepts of gender, politics, and race. So my child's not going to come home and say, hey, I decided that I'm not a boy anymore. I'm a girl. Or that they believe that any boy could become a girl or that a girl can become a boy or that you are 
quote unquote, assigned a gender at birth. And you know, just because you were assigned a gender at birth, that doesn't mean that's your actual gender. All right. That's complete bullshit. All right, my child's not going to come home saying that they're not going to get any ingrained ideas about what any political party means or is about. And they're not going to be walking around doing a BLM march in their elementary school. And I'm not going to go into any classroom and see rainbow flags on a wall and the teacher with purple hair telling them that your gender is whatever you decided is. No, any of that kind of stuff happened. I'm up at the school and we're going to have a problem and I'm going to need a lawyer. So we're not even putting ourselves in that situation. Not to mention the misdiagnoses that happen to many kids who don't learn the same way as others and thus get labeled special education or special needs. And I have some friends who are special education teachers, as a matter of fact. Any of you parents out there, please text me also if this applies to you. If you or any of your children have ever been labeled special education slash special needs when it wasn't a damn thing wrong with your child, they just didn't learn the same way that all the other children learned. So they got labeled in some negative way, which can be a stigma that sticks with the child that they are 35 years old and they need therapy for that shit because of the system. The system it put them through the bullshit ringer. And you as a parent, if you didn't know how to deal with that or what to do, you were helpless to save your child from that situation. And maybe you got to go to work every day. You're working 60 hours a week. You can't homeschool your kid. And now you got to keep sending them to that shit. And now that's fucking up your kid. Because the system decides that that's what they want to put your child through. And the teacher there isn't smart enough to go do anything to help you. Or maybe they are going with it. They're with this whole nonsense plan. So there's a lot of things when it comes to the educational system that I am simply not a fan of. And again, I have family members. I have a whole lot of actually I got a lot of friends and a lot of family members who are from the educational system. My mother is in the system. My sister's in the system. My grandmother was a teacher. I got a whole bunch of people in my family who have gone through this, these systems and working in these systems. I'm not a fan of these systems. I'm simply not a fan. Again, I'm not against any of you who happens to work there, but I'm not a fan of these systems. So kids getting put in special needs when they shouldn't be in special needs, nothing wrong with the kid, something wrong with the system, but the kid doesn't fit the system that's already fucked up. So now they say that something's wrong with you because you're not going through the system the way that they want you to, or you get put in certain classes or otherwise you are ostracized by teachers in the system. And listen, you're talking to a guy who loves the concept of systems in general. I love the concept of systems. You hear me talk about it all the time here on this show. I talk about why you need systems in your business. I, episode 2372. Here's the title. Why all successful people operate by systems. OK, so I'm not against the concept of a system. But when I talk about these establishment systems, the legal system, the uh, legal slash judicial system, the medical system and the educational system and the governmental system, not a fan of any of these. All right. And those are different. Those are systems with a capital S and establishment systems as opposed to systems with a lowercase s, which is the kind of stuff that you and I can implement into our businesses. So I'm the same word, but it has completely different meanings depending on the context. So I don't trust the educational system in general. I do not trust it. And again, I'm a product of it. And I, I guess you, I think you can call me a success system, a success story of the system. I still don't like it. Now, there are some great teachers out there and there are also some bum ass teachers out there, but they all work for the system and no teacher is bigger than nor can any teacher outwork the system. Any of you teachers listening to this, if I got that wrong, you let me know. If there's any teacher listening to this who works in, especially in a public school, in the American educational system, if I got it wrong, that, and I got it wrong, and you can be bigger than the system or you can outwork the system, and you can tell the system that you don't want to do things the way the system says, you're going to do it different, and they're going to let you get away with that. If I got that wrong, you let me know. I don't think that's true. My mother being an educator, she's worked in the public school system. And ideally, she told me this years ago, over 10 years ago, ideally, she would work in a private school system where she could do things the way they're supposed to be done. And she wouldn't have to go with the nonsense of the public school system. Challenge is if there are fewer public schools, it's harder to get into a public school. And when you're in a public school, I mean, a private school, excuse me, 
there are fewer private schools. It's harder to get into a private school with a job. And when you step out of the public school system, now you're no longer part of the teachers union. And those teachers unions in the United States of America, any of you who don't know how those teachers unions operate, I can't give you a full expose on how they operate, but the way they operate, they operate just like those drug cartels, cartelish. That's the word. They're like a cartel, the way the teachers unions operate in the United States. They lobby to keep their positions. Basically, they give money to keep their positions so that nobody goes against the teachers unions. And then when the teachers union wants something, they pretty much get it because they use their money to do that. And when you step outside of the teachers union, i.e. you're not working in the public school anymore, now you don't have a guaranteed job and a guaranteed check. And here's the facts. Every system is fear based. And I already tell you that. And many human beings, if you want to scare them, the easiest way to scare them is to threaten their money. All right. That's how they got a lot of y'all to take that jab over the last couple of years. We ain't going to get into that today. So while I love the concept of systems, I do not trust school systems. Again, they're great teachers. They're bad teachers. None of you can outwork the system. None of you is bigger than the system. None of you can defy the system and keep your job and live to talk about it. It's like no doctor is bigger than the medical system. No cop is bigger than the legal system. Even though there are good doctors, there are good cops, you still work for the system. So on some level, I can't trust you 100% when you're working for that system. All that said, let's recap today's class, which is why I will be homeschooling my now eight-month-old child when he's old enough. Number one, thinking about the schooling option, I don't like the public school option simply because it has changed from 30 years ago, specifically around the topics of gender, politics, and race. And there's a certain worldview I want my child to understand. I'm not sending him to school to have that undone by some bum ass teacher. Number two, I want my son to have the best teachers. And aside from my mother, I am the best teacher possible out there. And uh, there's there's no second place. I'm the best possible that my child can have, as are you all who are parents. So why would I send them to a less qualified person, especially if I'm paying for it? Number three, nonsense of the system bothers me. I told you every system is fear based and nobody who works in a system is bigger than the system, nor can you defy the system and live to talk about it. Therefore, I cannot trust you when you are working for the system, because what the system can do for you is more important to you because you're working there than what I could do for you when you're working in that system. So I got to take anything that I'm told by somebody who's working within a system with a grain of salt and I got to make the final decisions. And I mean, that's what freedom is about. I mean, that's what America was built on freedom. Whereas, again, people try to scare you out of it. I talked about this. Let me tell you what episode that was. Any of you who didn't hear that episode, that was I was actually just talking to somebody yesterday about this very thing. Episode 1534, what to do when your freedom of speech is not free. Episode number 525, freedom is not free, but it can be bought. And episode number 1955, how to protect your freedom from moralizers. So I have talked about these things. And any of you thought I haven't talked about any certain topic? Oh, I've talked about it. Uh, You just don't know about it. Go to workingyourgamepodcast.com. You can find any subject. I've addressed all of them. With all that said, text me. Tell me the best idea you got from today's class. Or just text me. Let me know you want to get the daily motivation. Or text me if I called you out in this episode. And if you have a child in private school, I want to know where, what grade and how much. If you've ever had a child who's been put into a special needs class when they weren't special needs or maybe special, not in a negative way, they were ostracized in such a way simply because they didn't go along with the system. Text me. My number is 305-384-6894 is listed down below in the show notes and work on your game university. Uh, You want to get a real life education, no bullshit, no wokeness, no politics, but real business. Real mindset, strategy, systems, and execution for your business to move yourself forward. My number, my, not my number, the link is workonyourgameuniversity.com. Workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, 
focused and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.